What you are about to hear is a labor of love, our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rock Strikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com, or if you're listening to me tonight on any of the other podcatchers out there, if there's an option to recommend, leave a review, and all that good stuff, please do that. Next level right there if you do that. You're a friend of mine. But of course, cnjradio.com is the best place, no matter whether we get thrown off of any certain site or not. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> cnjradio.com has been thriving for the last 13 years without certain websites being down with us we'll be fine no reason to panic still not begging for money okay we are into part five of the top 100 albums of the last decade by that i mean 2010 through 2019 an opinion and ranking done by me myself and i your friend joey here so uh, let's get right back into it, man. Part 5, starting at number 60, starting off on a bit of a solemn note, not musically, but uh, more so just feeling it. It's the only way I can really describe it. And I'm going to be talking about the last ever album by Motorhead. Yeah, that's super sad. This was the only Motorhead album to actually rank in the top 100 of the decade. Not that they didn't put out really cool records during the decade, but as it turns out, and I did not let it sway me, the last one just happened to be the best one, in my opinion. So go pick up Bad Magic. If you're going to pick up anything they did over the last 10 years, that's the one to get. If you want to hear highlights of their modern career, then definitely go back and also check out the two-parter I did after Lemmy left us. We did the modern era of Motorhead, the 10 best songs from the modern era, which is basically the Phil and Mickey era from like 1994 and on. Very proud of that one. Nobody did that show when Lemmy died. And also had a little fun second part where I played Lemmy singing a bunch of cover songs. So, yeah. But yeah, back to Bad Magic. Great note to go out on. Produced by a guy named Cameron Webb. Came out on August 28th of 2015. And uh, it's just a burner. I mean, it's freaking Motorhead, man. It's a double cheeseburger that I'm always happy to eat. So let's just get to it. My favorite song off of that album was the opener as it stands right now. So why waste time? Great opener for the show here as well. This is Victory on Day! Just a state of mind 
Yeah, I think I heard this story either live or on Henry Rollins' podcast when he talked about Lemmy, and he never doesn't enjoy talking about Lemmy because uh, they were like real friends and stuff. And Henry always gushingly talks about him as just a cool guy. And, you know, it's funny because they have completely different opposite lifestyles, the way they live their lives, but they're both rock and roll animals. They're both rock and roll pirates, rock and roll janitors, what have you. But they, they got along. They understood each other. They got each other. And so I'm either watching him live or I'm listening to the Henry and Heidi podcast, which I recommend. And he's talking about Lemmy. He goes, one of the times I went up to his apartment, you know, one of the ones down the strip. And he just lives like a hoarder. You know, it's just like you're just walking and you're like waist deep in stuff. And uh, that's about how I figured that he was living. So, But he said at one point he uh, took out this like crazy looking like like almost like Genghis Khan like sword like just this blade like real fat thing it's like it's like not as long as a katana but like half the size but real thick and he was just like I want you to have this and he was just like damn man you serious it's like yeah and uh, Henry is a and not when it comes to vinyl so much but as far as the way Henry supposedly lives the picture he paints is he's a he's a minimalist except about his vinyl and CDs so you know record collection aside he's a minimalist you know one couch that's it you know i don't even think he has a tv or he claims he does it. i don't know i'm not sure but he's like in the very little amount of things that i keep decorated quote unquote in the house the blade that lemmy gave him hangs right above the mantle and it will stay there forever and i think that's super cool all right let's uh Let's uh, get off of that heavy right there and get into something a little more upbeat and bouncy, you know. We're going to go over to uh, some friends of ours that I've already referenced on the show here a couple of times. And uh, the highest ranking album here by our friends the Dolly Rots. Coming in at number 59, they're be- they put out a lot of stuff this decade. i got to say, their best album that they did in this decade, in my opinion, is Whiplash Splash. It's just got everything that's cool and fun about this band everything i like about it but the other thing is and this should not prove to be their downfall i think they would actually do themselves some good and kind of bring this out a little bit more as they actually had two real standout oddballs on the album uh, a song called "Jumpstart this heart which is basically a ballad they've never done one of those before really like a like a straight up ballad like slow dance kind of thing and then another song called other trucker so two completely different types of songs but they stuck out because that wasn't anything that they normally had done before. So for that reason, I recommend that album pretty heavily. Uh, but just to properly represent the album as a whole, I'm going to play this song right here. One of the singles that they went with for the album. So for Whiplash Splash by the Dolly Rots, coming in at number 59 of the top 100 of the decade, this is Babbling Idiot. <laughs> Let's go. 
All right, there you go. And the other reason I played that song, uh, like I said, it overall represents the album better than the other two songs I referenced, but definitely go check out that ballad, Jumpstart This Heart. I think it's really cool. It's definitely massively derivative of Waiting for a Girl Like You, but that's not a bad thing either. Uh, so yeah, but the album is a whole Whiplash Splash by the Dolly Rods. came out on March 24th of 2017, produced by John Fields. I almost forgot to do that. That was their seventh studio album. They now have eight studio albums out total, so it's a good time to get into the Dolly Rods. And uh, Bad Host, that was Motorhead's 22nd album. So Motorhead did 22 albums as far as studio releases go throughout their career. They probably definitely have more comps and live albums than that, but... 22 studio albums which is frustrating for a guy that does a show called rock strikes 10 <laughs> so it's gonna be have to be like a three-parter with a bunch of padding on it maybe eventually i'll do that show that would be nice i'd like to do that all right and as you might notice on this part right here this is where i might get slightly criticized so this is gonna seem like i just only listen to a handful of the same artists over and over again because there's quite a few returning artists on this list i'm not gonna lie about that and uh, so just so you know, you haven't heard this episode before. It's just that a lot of these artists kind of made equally enjoyable albums for me. So they kind of tend to be in each other's vicinity as it pertains to the top 100. Uh, some of these people you'll hear for the last time on this countdown. Some will continue to show up throughout the countdown. But uh, like I said, I don't think it's the fact that I don't listen to a whole lot of records. Because I listen to a lot of records actually. But it's just these particular artists tend to just be some of my favorite artists and make consistently good releases and that's good and they should be heralded for that not just with one entry but with multiple ones as it's justified all right okay so that being said i'm gonna play you something by ginger wildheart yes one of my favorites and another solid release by ginger uh nothing that i just have to expound upon or wax about too much he just put out an album on march 31st of 2014 it was great and I enjoyed it, and that's pretty much it. So uh, you should be down with Ginger Wildheart or the Wildhearts or the entirety of the Wildhearts family tree. This one represents the album coming in at number 58. The album is called Albion, and it's by Ginger Wildheart. This was the opening track on the album. Give you a good idea of what it's like. I really dig this one, especially lyrically. His lyrics are always great, but this one's a standout. So check it out. This is Drive. Drive to 
right, there you go. Drive, the opening track from Ginger Wildheart's solo album Albion. And uh, that came in at number 58 in the top 100 albums of the decade. Moving along to number 57, uh, a band that you've already heard here on the countdown as well. But this is going to be their highest entry in the top 100 albums of the decade. And as I said before, one of the best new metal bands of the last decade. Talking about Paul Bearer once again. Their album Foundations of Burden, produced by Billy Anderson, came out on August 19th of 2014. And I first heard about these guys on the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative on cnjradio.com. I give Randy all the credit for introducing me to Paul Bear. I believe Logan also recommended him to me as well. And yeah, I definitely recommend this band. Uh, they're called a doom band, for a lack of a better term. And they write and perform really long songs, so if it's not your thing, I apologize. But uh, hopefully you'll dig this one here. So strap yourselves in. This is Worlds Apart.
That was Worlds Apart by Paul Bearer from the Foundations of Burden album, which came in at number 57 of my top 100 records of the decade. I hope you enjoyed that. Getting back into something a lot shorter, and of course anything, even if I played Stairway to Heaven after that, it'd be shorter. <laughs> Not so much Freebird, but Stairway, right? The studio version, the studio version. Uh, but yeah, getting back into a band you've already heard on this countdown, but this is their highest entry of the decade as well. Death by Unga Bunga, one of my favorite new bands of the last decade. And uh, this is their latest album. Uh, the album is called So Far, So Good, So Cool. Love that title. Came out on April 6th of 2018, so it's, you know, just about two years old now. So hopefully they're due for another album soon. That would be nice. Uh, this is one of those things, uh, like a handful of these other albums on this top 100 list, I heard it on the Underground Garage on Sirius XM and immediately was like, wow, what's that? And I did that quite a bit with them uh, over the last 10 years, and this one really struck me right away. Super catchy song. I heard it so much that when it came time to represent the album uh, on an earlier episode, I didn't even play this song, because I thought it would be too obvious, but silly me, like, most people probably haven't heard this song anyway, so let's play the best song on the album, So Far, So Good, So Cool. So check it out. Some great rock and roll here. This is Death by Unga Bunga. This is Haunt Me.
Alright, there you go. Sometimes simple is not a lesser law. But uh, yeah, Death by Anga Bunga, the song Haunt Me from the album So Far, So Good, So Cool. Check that record out. Definitely an album worth buying. Of course, every album on my top 100 records of the decade list, I believe, is worth buying. They came in at massively high scores, so they're all great. They're all law. So, speaking of simple and things that I love and rock and roll in general, getting back to Mr. Danko Jones. Uh, this was one of those albums that I think kind of divided the fan base, which I don't understand why. It, it, it's it's possible that even despite the way Danko's records are, this one could be considered a little bit of a grower. I think it is. The first time I heard it, I was like, man, it's all right. But the more I listened to it, the more I loved it. So I'm going to call it a grower. I know that's an overused term, but I truly believe it is. So you should definitely check out the Wildcat record, officially produced by Eric Ratz. It came out on March 3rd of 2017. And I'm going to play you, I think this was the launch single and video for it. So I think this one totally makes sense. A lot of us rock podcasters tend to kind of rebel against the single. But it, the way it is right now, a lot of people don't know those songs. Like I just talked about in the last one with Death by Unga Bunga. Like, I was so used to the song Hot Me that I didn't play it on my show because I thought it was overplayed. But really, truly, is it overplayed? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the uh, single was a really cool first single and the video is really neat. He's got some cool videos, actually. You should go look them up. He's got tons of them out there. This one has this like weird like animation kind of thing, but with real footage. Anyway, not like Scanner Darkly, just something a little different and grainier and like... It's got an old school horror movie feel to it, so go look up the video for this one. This one is My Little R&R. You look so good when you get out of bed. You're always ready to go. I caught you looking like a million bucks when you walk out the door.
Yeah, I remember Denko talking about this song specifically, and I think it was on The Great Cobras and Fire, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he was talking about how the reason why the song is called My Little R&R or My Little Rock and Roll, it's a tip of the hat to the Rolling Stones in the sense of there's a song on the Tattoo You album called Little T and A, and it actually is referring to Keith's daughters. So it's not, it's just a play on words using T and A, but it's their initials. But the whole time during the song, they just keep repeating, she's my little rock and roll. But yeah, I just like his method of thinking that, uh, well, that wasn't the song title, so I'll just use that as a song title <laughs> and stuff. But I think that's a cool, it's, it's a very cool anthem uh, kind of song, so I dig it. And uh, Wildcat's a cool record. I liked it a lot better. Uh, sadly, his latest album did not make the cut for the top 100. I like certain parts of it, but uh, maybe that one will turn out to be a grower for me, but it's not quite hitting me yet. But that's not a burial of Denko. I obviously love Denko. That will not be the last time you hear him on this countdown, by the way. But until then, we're moving on to another band making their peak entry here on the top 100 records of the decade list. A band, I think I played this on the last episode, the one before, but the Bronx. Bronx coming in heavy again with another solid record. This one is simply Bronx 5 and came out on September 22nd of 2017, produced by Rob Schnapp. And uh, not much else to say. It's just a straight ahead, let's put it on in the car or in the earbuds and turn it up. This is the Bronx with Stranger Danger.
Alright, there you go, the Bronx with Stranger Danger from their album 5. Just using the Roman numeral V if you're looking it up. So go check that one out. That was officially the Bronx' fifth studio album, at least making rock albums. But they're eighth overall if you count their Mariachi El Bronx records. Alright, and this next one here was a comeback album, a reunion album if you will. And I was really happy to see this band get back together. They put out a couple of records in the 90s and broke up shortly after that. I remember so well being, uh, you know, you get those like local free papers and you only get them depending on whether you're a sexual deviant or if you just like going to concerts. (laughs) I guess the only two reasons to get those papers, but, uh, or both, you know, I guess both. But I remember distinctly, I was still working at the bankruptcy firm right before I got the job at CD Warehouse back in like 99. And the tradition was I would get out of school and go pick up lunch, get a free paper. I don't know if it was the Observer, the Met, or both. Or if I had like a new metal edge at the time. And I go into the uh, break room at work, eat my lunch, and then get on the clock. And I remember my heart just sinking going through the free paper concert ads and i had seen that there was an ad for trees which is one of the great rock clubs in dallas and there it was right there on the paper the night before i had missed degeneration and that was apparently the only opportunity i would ever have to see this band live i don't even anticipate that i will ever get to see degeneration live unless i get lucky and i take a trip out to new york at the same time they're doing a show but who knows but yeah It was so freaking heartbreak. I remember like, that was last night. I could have gone to that. Damn, didn't even know about it. But that's probably why they broke up. Nobody was helping them promote shit. But they came back. I was very happy about this. On July 29th, 2016, they put out a comeback album called Nothing Is Anywhere, produced by their guitar player, Danny Sage. And uh, I really, really dig this record. I think it's a true great follow-up to the first album. The second album definitely has its moments, but I think the first one is still their best overall album. This one's really cool, and it can't help but have that thing that Jesse's been doing for the last 20 years or so, like that kind of singer-songwriter Americana thing is definitely on this record, but it doesn't stray too far from what made Degeneration great initially. So I think it's a really, really good solid rock album. If you're a fan of just Jesse's stuff, then I think you will also like it. So that being said, uh, here's just a real cool down and dirty rock and roll track that I really dig. I love all the references on it. It's just very fucking New York as, as I would picture it. I've never been, but in my head, this is kind of the stuff that I imagine. So here you go. Uh, enough of my yak and let's boogie. So here's a degeneration with Mercy of the Rain. Everybody wants to take 
Yeah, I think one of my dreams as a rock nerd and, you know, kind of new media rock podcasting guy put together some sort of, like, mini festival out in New York City. Have, like, Degeneration playing. Spacebeard, of course, doing, like, a, a reunion show. And uh, a couple of the one-off bands that I love from there, like Star Spangles and Diamond Knights. That would be a hell of a rock and roll show, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, and, of course, Wildlife. The great Wildlife. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's make that happen at some point. I'll, I'll get on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, coming in at number 53 of the top 100 records of the decade, that was Degeneration from their album Nothing Is Anywhere. It's Mercy of the Rain. You gotta check out the album cover too. It's, it's, it's really naughty. <laughs> and it's not sexy or sexist, but uh, it's, it's naughty, let's just say. All right. <laughs> Uh, here's a different kind of a danger element here. Uh, a band that you're you're definitely not done hearing. This is their first entry of a handful in the top 100 records of the decade for my list here. And just be, you know, there has to be a last place. It's not that I don't enjoy the record. I really enjoy this record. It's just my least favorite that they put out so far. And that still sounds bad, but you know what I mean. God damn it. Okay, but let's just get to it. Number 52 is the latest studio album by Ghost called Prequel, came out on June 1st, 2018, produced by Tom Dougherty. And uh, yeah, it, at first listen, I remember going, wow, they're going even more pop than before, almost to the point where we're getting a little dangerous here, but uh, it, it's, it, it has been a little bit of a grower for me. I do like it a lot more now than when I first heard it. I don't know why. It seems like it should be instantly likable. Maybe I was just a little thrown off by the how short it was. That happens to me sometimes. Even though I grew up on vinyl and in the vinyl era, like 30, 35 minute records are still weird to me sometimes, I guess just depending on the record. Of course, there's great short albums, you know, like Rain and Blood and, and any of the initial Roth Van Halen albums. But yeah, it's just it seems like when new bands do it, it's still weird. Uh, but that being said, it doesn't take away from how good Prequel actually is. And it's probably, it, I would say this is probably Tobias's like, emotional favorite of anything he's done because of all the shit that happened and went down uh, with all the uh, older members i feel like that he had probably a little something extra to prove on this album whereas he has said in the past that he pretty much did everything on those old albums this was the time where he got to go yes i did this pretty much by myself so uh good for him and a victory for him for sure it did not hurt any of their popularity at least overall they might have lost some fans, but they gained some new ones too, and that's just the business. So my hat's off to Tobias Forge and, and the continued success of Ghost, because I love Ghost. And so yeah, I think you should definitely check out Prequel. I, I'm sure if you've heard this on regular radio, you might be sick of it. I don't know. I don't gauge how much this gets played. I know I've caught it a few times on there, but this was the song when I first put this record on. I'm like, this is the song. This is going to be a huge hit, and this is the one I'm going to play on the show to represent the album. So, uh, I apologize for the potential redundancy here, uh, but yeah, this is the song I'm picking to represent Prequel. So here you go. This is Ghost with Dance Macabre.
right. Ghost with Dance Macabre right there. Hope you enjoyed that. That that single was apparently so successful. I'm kind of looking it up while I was playing it here. I think this has to be their first song where it was actually commissioned for remixing. <laughs> so there's actual like dance remixes of this that you can find and listen to. That's crazy to me, but I also kind of love it. Things like that I think are actually good at this point for quality rock and roll bands. The more the merrier, the more ears on it the better. As long as he maintains what is right and good about this band, they'll be fine. And rock and roll will be fine too. Uh, Going back to basics here for the last entry, number 51, the second and last entry from this band. They only had two records out in this last decade, a somewhat newer band. I talked about going to see this band live. And uh, so I don't have much else to say about them. We're going to play something by The Cry, their latest album called Dangerous Game. Gotta go check this one out. I think I might have said this the last time I played them. They're like a, uh, a dirty punk pop rock version of the Bay City Rollers. They just make really happy sounding songs, but kind of like scuzzy, shitty dude kind of songs at the same time. So I really dig it. I like the contrast here. So yeah, this album, Dangerous Game, came out on March the 1st of 2014, produced by Evan Mursky and John Nelson. And uh, you're about to check out my favorite song on the album. This has pretty much been my favorite album since I got the album, uh, but the whole thing is really fun and great. Uh, but here you go. Here's a nice little sample for you. This is Shaken. <laughs>
And not to be confused with one of my favorite Eddie Money songs, which I will play once I get to him on the list of the recently deceased. Rest in peace. Uh, But that was Shaken by The Cry from their album Dangerous Game, their latest album. Hope you enjoyed that. I really hope you're enjoying these top 100 episodes. We've got plenty more show to go. We are only halfway through with this list. So, yeah, another 50 more. And another five episodes to go before we reach number one. I know you're anticipating it. I know I am. I almost forgot what it was. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. And I hope you join me on the next one. Till then, I'll see you. Stay tuned for NOLA and the best outro song in the business. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cat Willow an extra treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message us for more details or to order. U.S. or APO boxes only, for now. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, please check out our other quality shows, including The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock, with Joey and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast, with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.